Hello everyone, my name is Jethro Samakas and I'd like to welcome you to today's episode of the podcast. Today we go a little bit deeper. We explore the underdog syndrome, the imposter syndrome as called by many. We'll look at some examples in the book written by Matt Keller called God of the Underdogs. We'll explore various examples of people in the Bible who are seen as underdogs. Jesus, David, Moses and how they braved their challenges and overcame them. We'll also look at various underdogs in various spheres of life, inventors, innovators, entrepreneurs, and how they overcame the odds when the odds were stacked against them and how they braved them. We'll apply these lessons to our life and see how we can achieve our God-given purpose and become more than we are now. So stay tuned. We have a lot of great stuff coming your way. Hey everyone, welcome back again to the podcast. So I just finished reading a very awesome book by Matt Keller. It's called God of the Underdogs. When the odds are against you, God is for you. Now this book is really interesting because it brings various perspectives to the challenges of young people or people who feel they're in fields where they are not up to the tax or they are not qualified for it or they are not connected enough for it or their network is not as strong to deliver the value they expected to deliver or in some cases they feel I'm not perfect for this job I'm I'm not fit for this job I'm not the best guy for this job I'm not the best lady for this job this book puts things in perspective and most of what we'll share today is from the contents of this book now an underdog is someone who's not expected to win an underdog is someone who's expected to lose like the dark horse in the race you come from behind to to win the championship so everybody loves an underdog story everybody loves to see um the little guy beat the big guy the least experienced boxer knock out the boxing champion to see the trophy won by the team who had to brave the odds and um, overcome challenges everybody loves that story the reason is in one way or another we are all underdogs ourselves we might not be the most qualified for a role we might not be the most qualified for an achievement or we might not be the most qualified to take on the challenge but that inward belief in everyone that inward belief that inward fire to do something more with the life they have to do something more with the opportunities they are given to do something more with the chances and the graces they've been given that inward desire is what makes great underdogs and bringing it a little bit personal to Matt Keller's story he was trying to start a church and planting the church far away from home far from his family and loved ones it was a bit of a challenge it was a bit of a challenge because one he didn't really know anybody there he was young so he didn't have a strong church network and he didn't even have 
a huge reach to pull in so many people to the church. So it's a new church, nobody knows you, you go to the stores, nobody even knows you're a pastor. You hear you're a pastor and you're a 26-year-old looking like a rock star, uh, looking very young. How, how much more do you expect people to take you seriously? And then comes the question of if I have all these limitations, if I'm not ready, um, if I don't have all the resources I need, how then do I succeed? The question always leads to how, what, when. The first thing we must realize is you have a purpose in this life. Every day you wake up, you're given an opportunity to do more with the life you have. Every day presents you with the rare opportunity to do something differently, to change your path, to gain some experience, to improve yourself or contribute meaningfully to the life of someone. That's what every day gives you. And God has a plan for you. It might not seem like it because of the challenges you faced. It might not seem like it because of the circumstances you're constantly going through or currently in. It might not seem like it because you feel unprepared, least connected, past was terrible, you don't even know why you're here, but God has a plan for you. And in His plan, your life makes sense. And then, most times we ask, I have these great dreams in my heart. I want to be the president someday. I want to be the minister someday. I want to be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company one day. But I don't look like it. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> no successful person ever looked like it. Look at Bezos 25 years ago. He didn't look like he'll be one of the richest men in the world. Bill Gates, Elon Musk. Even Barack Obama before he became president, he didn't look like it. He, they didn't look like they were cut out from the cloth of such greatness. But one common factor with all successes, you read the Bible, Jesus, Moses, Paul. One common factor, Esther, Ruth. One common factor among all these folks I've called is they start from where they are and with what they have. So where you are and what you have is enough to start. Most times we overlook the things around us, the things we have, and we focus more on what we don't have. I saw a video editing some years back and my laptop crashed. I didn't have a laptop. And guess what? I had a phone, right? I decided to do my voiceovers, record the audio with my phone, edit it on PowerDirector, and just keep posting on Facebook. That has led the editing of those audios, editing of those sounds, making sure the background sound matches with the audio. That has led to this podcast you're listening to today. I didn't have this microphone or the laptops or the setup or even all the fancy software back then, but the skills and experiences I gained from editing videos, doing voiceovers have helped create the podcast you're listening to right now.
So start from where you are. Start with what you have and the resources and the people you need to achieve the dream in your heart will come. I repeat that again. Start from where you are. Start with what you have and the people, the resources you need to achieve that dream in your heart will come. Time is our greatest friend and sometimes our greatest enemy. When time is running out, everybody panics. Very few keep calm under that level of pressure, especially if you have not accomplished the goal you had in mind. Once it comes to night and you have an exam the next day, you see people pulling overnight, you see people putting in the hours in the office trying to work till 9pm to finish that pack for the presentation the next day and time itself is what brings pressure. The nearness or the closeness of the completion of time brings pressure. But one thing you also must realize is that what you have is enough to start. What you have is enough to start. Start something. There's a quote I, I heard some time ago. It says, waiting for the perfect is not as important as making progress. So make progress nonetheless. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And if you, shoot, if you shoot your shots, there's a chance, there's a possibility that it might go in. So why not take that chance? Start with what you have. I, I know my younger brother is a pencil artist and he paints as well, does so many other, even went into graphics at some point. And one thing I learned from him is I watched someone progress over a period of seven years from sketches to very awesome realistic drawings and also beautiful, colorful, bright and meaningful paintings. And what did he start with? His HB and 2B pencil. Over time, the resources he needed came. Same thing with Matt Keller. Started his church in a cinema and over the years, they got a church building. He started with mentoring pastors. He wanted to have ministers' conference, but nobody really knew him. So he started mentoring pastors that needed help, that had challenges, calling them up supporting them and today he has a minister conference that reaches across to so many people even jesus is started with 12 disciples before you hear the gospel you see today so start with what you have start from where you are realize that you're not a mistake you're not even if someone tells you you are a mistake you're not as long as you're alive and breathing you're well you're not a mistake you have a purpose to fulfill here if you look at the story of Esther in the Bible, you would think that, okay, yeah, Esther was just lucky. Um, it just happened. Vashti decided to do what she did. The king got mad. And then somehow, somehow, a lucky orphan girl called Esther became the queen. But if you read down the story, you find out that she wasn't just there because she was lucky. She was divinely positioned to save her people. Same thing with Joseph. You could say, ah... But for luck, he would have died in the prison. But that's not the case. All he learned in Potiphar's house, in his father's house, in slavery, made him who he is today. And in all this, consistency is key. Be consistent. 
the reason why you should be consistent, the reason why you should be faithful, is that it will matter in the end. Skills are not developed by accident, they are developed by consistent work. You have to put in the work, put in the time, even if nobody is paying attention, even if nobody is taking notice, even if nobody is praising you for it, because of the vision you have in your mind and the future you've seen. You have to put in the hours, you have to put in the days. To an extent, you have to be obsessed with the vision, driven by it, possessed by the goal of obtaining the God-given vision, the vision God has put in your heart. Even if nobody understands you, even if nobody sees it, even if nobody sees the potential, even if the opportunities are not given, you have to prepare. Because when you are called before Pharaoh, as in the case of Joseph, it might just be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But the preparations of the past is what sets you up for the future. If you don't prepare in the past, when the future comes calling, you might not be ready. And that might be your greatest chance at your youngest age, just like Joseph just like David. So we must be consistent. Consistent in our effort, consistent in our practice, consistent in our drive, regardless of if people misunderstand the drive, people misunderstand what you're doing, misunderstand where you're going, but you know what you've seen, you, you know the future you've seen, you know what you're going for and you keep pushing. The right people will come. Those that will encourage you along the journey will come. But you must be consistent in your assignment. You must be faithful in your work and be certain for sure you will arrive at your destination. So you might look like an underdog right now. You might not be equipped for the job. You might be the youngest in the room. You might be the least experienced in the room trying to surmise your thoughts without having much evidence. But one thing you must realize is that you're heading somewhere. This is part of the preparation. This is part of your story. So don't give up on yourself too early. Don't quit on yourself before the time. Push yourself. Push yourself to your limits. Exceed your limits. Go beyond your best. Because the world depends on you. Your family depends on you. Your life might transform just one life and that one life will transform another and that other will transform so many more and you've impacted generations by what you did today life teaches us that as people die life goes on but after they die what they are remembered for is the contributions and the impact they have made on the lives of others einstein today i'm sure a lot of us never met einstein but we still remember E equals MC squared. His theory of relativity and all his contributions we remember. Shakespeare, remember him for literature. Beethoven. All these great composers, we remember them for what they left behind. Their contributions to humanity. Picasso was never born a great artist. He didn't wake up, he didn't get his consciousness and drew what his his greatest drawings eventually didn't draw the Mona Lisa at four. So greatness is a product of consistent effort, starting from where you are with what you have. 
might seem like an underdog today, but the future is yours for the taking. If you believe in yourself, you're consistent in your God-given assignment, and you're focused on where you're going. Thank you for listening to this podcast. There's so much more to come.